Good evening. And uh, I want to thank you for for watching tonight or watching later or listening to the podcast at a later time. It's uh, Friday night at 8 o'clock and uh, it's uh, been a, one of those weeks and so I was not able to be uh, with you the last two nights. Uh, it always starts well, but it <laughs> seems to get off the rails. Uh, it's been one of those weeks. Uh, St. Louis, Evansville, every single hospital seems like in the world this week. But uh, I do want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to share with you tonight and for you taking time out of your Friday night uh, to watch this. Uh, just a recap, because we took a, day, a couple days off. You say, well, Jake, I didn't take a couple days off. You did. You're right. Uh, we were looking at what does it take to receive what God has in store for us. And if you remember in verse 7, and the peace of God. So he's saying, I just told you these things, and if you'll focus on these things, do these things, this will be the result. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And if you remember that, he was talking to them about getting along. He was talking to them about rejoicing. He was talking to them about serving. He was talking to them about being anxious for nothing. And he said, if you'll do these things and you'll have your heart in this place, uh, this will be the result. And you say, well, Jake, that's easier said than done. Um, and a lot of times, I think we talk in our churches about what we should do, but we always don't talk about how. And so what we get to in verses 8 and 9 are the specifics. Paul tells us, all right, if you want to know what to think about, if you, excuse me, if you want to know what to be watching, if you know, want to know what to be listening to, so that your mind can be transformed, your heart can be transformed, you can be the person that God wants you to be. He gives you the specifics. So in verse 8, after telling us we could have the peace of God, and it will guard us, and it will surround us, and our hearts. In verse 8, it says, finally, brethren. So finally, brother, he's wrapping this up. He says whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. So Paul says, if you want peace, the peace of God, the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that can be involved in your life when the circumstances around you are falling apart, it begins, as we've been looking, about thinking the way God wants you to think. 
And you say, well, Jake, there's so many differences of opinion on what a Christian should watch or what a Christian shouldn't watch or where a Christian should go or where a Christian shouldn't go or what a Christian should be thinking about or what not. Well, Paul says, all right, I want to give you the criteria that you can evaluate everything. He says, whatever things are noble, whatever things are noble, uh, this idea of noble is is just right. Something that is that is the right way. And you say, well, Jake, we live in a world that doesn't understand right and wrong. That is nonsense. I want you to know this, that uh, I'm studying right now for the book of Second jo- uh, Samuel, which I'm preaching on in Sunday mornings. And there's all kinds of murder going on. There are people murdering uh, Ishbosheth. There are people murdering each other in battle. There are people going to ma- murder Abner. And you know what the Bible says about all that? It's wickedness. It's evil. But if you watch the news tonight and you turn on a, a, a channel that will give you some truth, you will see the amount of people that are being murdered in Chicago and Baltimore and San Francisco and Portland. And they will describe it to you like this. There's just not enough jobs. Or they're just, it's just a bad home life. Or it's just good people making bad decisions. No, it's wrong. It's sin. It's wickedness. And the Bible says that. And so friends, tonight you might and I might say, well, I don't know what right is. The word of God is plain. It's unapologetic in the things that are noble, the things of God. It goes on and says, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure. Uh, This word pure here is, is not perfection, but it is something that reflects itself as can help you be more perfect. So for instance, uh, I don't watch the news anymore because the news is a broken mess. But if I was going to watch the news, I would have always watched Fox News. You say, Jake, I know where you lean politically. That's okay. You can think what you want. But I will no longer watch Fox News. And you say, Jake, why is that? Well, this is the reason. They have now, as a political commentator someone who's going to be on their regular giving advice and opinion is Bruce Jenner. You say, well, Bruce Jenner's not Bruce Jenner. Yes, he is. God created him a male, and he will be a male when he stands before God on Judgment Day. And if that group of people think that is what's right, and that is what needs to be informing my decisions, I will no longer have any part of that. You say, Jake, where should you get your news from? Where should you get wisdom from? I'm glad that you asked this book. If you and I would spend more time studying the word of God about the book of Revelation and how the world's going to end, or or we study the, the book of Acts about how the church can make a difference, then friends, that is noble and pure. It goes on and says, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, We need to be studying and meditating on the blessings of life. We ought to be studying how missionaries are going 
into the world and seeing people saved. We ought to be celebrating how God is working and moving in the lives of healing people. We need to be celebrating the good reports, not the bad. We need to be focused on what God is doing, not what seems like God is not doing. If there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, still it's the same idea of quit putting stuff into your mind and my mind that's not honoring the Lord. It says meditate on these things. You say, well, Jake, I like to read my Bible, but that's not all I can do all day. Well, Jake, I, I, I like to Christ, listen to Christian music, but that's not all I can listen to all day. Well, Jake, I, I like to read updates about missionaries, but that's not what I, I can't do that all day. Well, I would strongly encourage you to try. One week, commit that when I'm in the car, I'm not going to put on country, I'm not going to put on rap, I'm not going to put on uh, oldies, I'm going to put on Christian music. You say, for one week, I'm going to commit that every time I go to turn that television on, I am going to not do that. I'm going to spend time with my spouse. I'm going to spend time with my kids. I'm going to spend time with my grandkids. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to watch a Christian movie. And I want to challenge you for one week to live that way. And if you do not see a noticeable difference in your walk with the Lord, I will publicly get on this channel and tell you that I'm sorry. But I believe God, when he tells us to meditate on it, there's a reason. And I don't want you to miss this. Because just like the last one had a promise, this one has a promise. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. He says, if you'll do these, listen to what will happen. And the God of peace will be with you. Not just the peace of God will protect you but the God of peace will be with you. You see, friends, what I want in my life is for God to be active in my life. I know God's all places at all times. I know that God is all powerful and all knowing. But do you know what I want? I want God to be involved in my life. When I stand up to preach on Sunday morning, I want to preach knowing that God's power is at work, not Jacob Gray's. When I go and pray to a hospital like I just was at a few minutes ago with a lady who's very, very sick, I want the power of God to inhabit those prayers, not the smooth talking words of Jacob Gray. When I counsel a family on the difficulties of marriage or the difficulty of loss, I, I don't want the wisdom of Jacob Gray. I want the power of God to make a difference in their lives. And if I want God to be with me, I've got to meditate on these things. And so I want to encourage you tonight to meditate on those things. As always, I want to thank you for watching tonight. I want to again apologize for being unavailable for two nights this week. I pray that you will have a wonderful weekend. I pray if you don't have a church home or you're not attending church regularly, that you'll find a place to worship. A church is not something that should be optional. It should be top priority in each and every believer's life. And so if I can pray for you, help you in any way, please let me know. And as always, may God richly bless you and your family.